keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, St. Germain events. Joining me as always. (laughs) You fucking can barely ever get through it. It's fascinating. (laughs) Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaps. What's up, brother? How are you doing, buddy? I'm I'm all right. Yeah, you know, I'm still working. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine. How you feeling? You you're up. You're up in. Oh, I'm uh, fucking terrified, man. Why? Of what? <laughs> I just I love when people ask me, "How you doing?" You 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 always like, oh, "I'm fine. I'm okay." It'd be great just to freak him out. Just go. I'm fucking losing it. Yeah, it's like I'm. You know, I have moments of having the same awful thoughts. I'm sure everybody else is having, and. Then I'm happy, and then I'm not, and you know that's just that's uh, being alive, right? All the and just remember, all you lazy people out there, you have an excuse to be lazy now. Yeah, that must be really nice. I mean, my thing is, I'm still going to work. Like my job is still essential, just like uh, yeah, just like professional wrestlers, you know. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so I just I I fucking hate this. That's the other thing people don't realize. Like, essential workers typically hate their fucking jobs. Uh, these jobs aren't fucking fun. They don't rule. It's not like a, they don't. Like, that's, I mean, to be honest, like, 80%. Like, I, get, of, I get to see somebody's mom die at the hospital. Well, yeah. And even, but even that is like, at least you can twist it into like, I've done something. It's like, I'm a fucking courier. Like, when they try to make like mailmen heroes, it's like, no, we're not. <laughs> We're You're my hero, Scott. We're just unhappy, but this is the job we have, and so now what? That's it. You know, it's is not... a courier. Are you? When do you become a full fledged mailman? <laughs> I have to have uh, my bar mitzvah. <laughs> you have your courier bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to wrestling. Number one, Bloody Wednesday. Wow, over twenty. On air, WWE talent were cut, like over ten producers. What an insane day! Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we haven't even gotten to the ro- revival yet. Yeah, but you know, you that here's the thing with some of the releases, right? Uh, a lot of those guys wanted out within the last year, anyway, right? Like Leo Rush. There was uh, rumors of uh, Anderson and Gallows wanting out, but then WWE being like, we need you, and they throw money at them, you know? Um, and then when these firings happen, I don't know, it just seems like people who have kind of been asking for the releases, some of them, right? Am I wrong for saying that? Uh, I, I think that 
certainly in the case of the revival, certainly in the case of Gallows and Anderson, I'd, I'd even say in the case of Rusev, they voiced that they're unhappy with creative. But now, now. But like Kyoto, like dudes like that, you're like, what? Well, that, that's super what strange. Mike Kyoto, he's a 30-year vet. But also those guys who – Meltzer's been making a lot of people making is they're one of the few businesses that isn't losing money right now. So they're just firing people. Yeah, this isn't like a restaurant having to profits. let go of its wait staff. Yeah, this is – that's the idea, right, is that this isn't like firings because, holy shit, we're, we could go under. This is we still want to maintain our projected profits – and in order to do that now, we have to let go. Like, right? That's the idea. It's not. It's not even that they would be losing an insane amount of money. It's just that you know th- what? What this? Uh, this is the stock meeting next week or some shit, right? Or are they having another yes. fucking right? Yeah, something like that. And so it seems to be like trying to a piece of that. And also remember, dude, I've been watching watching wrestling since I was a fucking kid, and I've been going on things like WrestleZone since I was in the sixth grade. And I feel like every year or every other year, right after WrestleMania, they fire people. I mean, this is in a much larger scale, but they do fucking fire people after WrestleMania. The terrible thing is what's happening now. I, I, I genuinely do not believe this is because of the coronavirus. I don't. I think they want to let people go because they want to. You know, let people they, go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, to a degree. I'd say I'd agree with you, but the one the producer surprised me the most. The fact that Finley's gone. Yeah, but I I think those are the uh, the um, furloughed. Yeah, the furloughed. Yeah, because I mean that that's the only thing I can think of now. If what if, you know, those guys resent the fact that they've done this? Well, you know? and that's interesting that you bring that up. Are there, is there anybody on this list that you could see actually going back to WWE? That's not in the producer list, on the on-air talent list, that you could see the WWE rehiring them? Well, I think, unfortunately, the WWE might be the only company in a position to hire people when this is all over. Uh, I think people yeah. need to realize AEW um, – is not going to make a profit this year. You know, I mean, there was a chance they weren't going to do that anyway, you know, like make like a true legitimate profit. Um, Now they're definitely not going to, they're probably going to have to eventually let people go. But the difference people listening when, when AEW finally releases people and ring of honor finally release people um, it's because if they don't, they're fucked like the restaurants, like the bars, you know Um, it's not a situation like the WWE. I'm not sure how much the TNT deal is worth. Yeah, I don't know. I just know. I just remember right before this TNT deal, which is which is you know fresh, um, all their money was just based on audience, right? Audience attendance and T-shirts. Yeah. Well, here's the list of the people that were let go. Uh, yes, just, just go off. I'm gonna. I'm, I gotta. What? Who do you think uh, could be back in WWE? For a sustained period of time, not just a one-off out of these people. Not just a Royal Rumble appearance. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Rowan, Sarah Logan, Mike Yoda, EC3, Aiden English, Leo Rush, Primo, Epico, 
Mike and Maria Canellis, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, and Rusev. Um, Drake Maverick. I, I'd agree with Drake Maverick. Here's why. Here's why I, I say Drake Maverick. Slater could be somebody they bring back. Yep. And and both kind of for the same reason. More Drake Maverick because of that uh, that video of him crying that he posted. Absolutely. Um, that was the best baby face promo of the year. Yeah, that was uh, – th- you know what that reminded me of? Like the uh, – w- when, when someone auditions for American Idol. Oh, Yeah. That that you had a bad day. The camera don't lie. <laughs> That's how I felt watching him, and I felt obviously very sad for him. But I think he could be rehired because one, I feel like a lot of uh, the wrestlers speaking up, uh, well, not speaking up, just you know, wishing their friends well. I feel like there's more of them bringing Drake Maverick up than anybody else, um, and also I think it's like a. It's one of those things where if they hire him back, they can go see. It was see we it really was uh, furloughed. Good guys. Yeah, because he's the one who had that initial video. I mean, his video is going around more than anybody else's. You know, no one's sharing Michael Bennett's uh, video. <laughs> or what's his Canellis? Mike Canellis. Mike Canellis. Yeah. But, yeah, I yeah. can see Zach Ryder coming back uh, on the creative side. I can see them hiring him as a as a producer. Yeah, but he has the number one, you know, in just one day is the number one selling um t-shirt or pro wrestling tees right now. Really? Yeah, so, you know, you you underestimate He's how many people fan. love him. Oh, dude, it's it's crazy. My buddy, you know Justin Flanagan, right? Comic. Yeah. I don't know if you know him. He reached out to me yesterday and he was most upset about Ryder and Hawkins. He was just like, "How?" He's like, he was I mean, He's kind of a dummy, but he was like, he's like, this is going to affect action figure sales because I guess he's like, he's, he's in that world where like, you know, these collectors actually do see them as a big deal and uh, do love what they do. And if they do have a following, those people are going to go where they are. That's got to suck if you're him, if you've got to keep the action figure business going so you have to keep buying WWE shit. Yeah, after yeah they yeah. fire you. <laughs> I guess I'll buy my twenty third version of Seth Rollins. Burn it down. <laughs> yeah, how do you justify any of that? It's really rough. That could have been part of his like severance package. You know, you get every Elite series until you die. Also, uh, the producers, coaches. And other employees who were furloughed or laid off, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Dave Finley, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, Lance Storm, A. Steele, Serena Deb, Kendo Cashin, Andrea Listenberger, Jerry Soto. Uh, yeah. And the NXT talent released, uh, Dorian Mack, Diana. Parazu, MJ Jenkins, Haziah Williams, uh, Alexander Jaxic, Alyssa Miles, John Quasto. Which I only knew one of those. Yeah, I mean, but that's you know that's that's the nature of uh, entertainment, right? I mean, Netflix doesn't even show the fucking credits anymore. You know, it's just right on to the next episode. Um, 
Yeah, I know one one of the writers, a female writer, was uh, the person who was most involved in With your the favorite storyline, which was your favorite storyline, right? This year on so the far? SmackDown side, right? It wasn't that your favorite. I mean, I liked Edge and Orton. I thought it was very, it was very well done. Yeah, it's definitely Brian Alvarez's favorite. I thought it was very well done for about a month. Part of that is how good Otis is, but. Part of it is it's just it was a simple story, you know, told well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, and then what, Lance Storm, I don't, you said Lance, right? He was hired, what, four months ago? But, again, maybe that's a furloughed situation. Um, that's tough. I, I, I would love to see Finley um, go to New Japan to be with his son. And the coach there. Yeah, yeah, to help out there. I mean, that's a guy who could legitimately, you know, help those guys out. I mean, they're, they're already, uh, you know, they have, like, what I would assume, just based on watching, the best training in the world. And to have a guy like that there, pff, badass. Real stiff workers. Dude, or just get – I mean, dude, how old is Finley? Could Finley have another match or that's impossible? Because I want, Finley, I want Finley versus Suzuki. I bet you the way that he wrestled, he could, he could have another match. Yeah, yeah. Just heavy on the shillelagh, shillelagh bumps. <laughs> that was yeah. the thing. Imagine that, you're Finley. You go through years and years of busting your ass, being known as one of the best workers on the planet, and then you get to WWE, <laughs> and you got to have a shillelagh. And a leprechaun next to you. Yeah. You know, he had to carry him uh, in his luggage, too. It's like a championship. Like, you know, when you win, <laughs> you know when you win a championship, like the burden is you got to bring it through TSA? Yeah. That was Finley with Hornswoggle. <laughs> Not fair, if you ask me. <laughs> Number two, WWE employee gets corona, but don't worry. They're an essential business. I wanted to kill two birds with one stone. I, I don't know who the employee is yet. I'm not sure if it was somebody who was involved with WrestleMania. I think it wasn't. I don't know, right? It, it was, yeah, just someone behind the scenes. And they, they, their their assumption is that they knew somebody uh, who was a nurse or something like that, right? And they yeah. got it. They got it after they came home. So maybe they were there for Mania. I mean, regardless, where is the Miz? <laughs> the whole, they don't even mention the Miz. And and I know this this case isn't in reference to the Miz, but what the fuck well, did the Miz have? Down last week, right? Was he? I think so. I'm not sure. I gotta go through my SmackDown notes. Yeah, he was at SmackDown this past week. What did he do? I don't remember. Zach just uh, fucking dunking on Scott. Also, Scott showing his cards. He does not watch SmackDown. I'm not watching that shit, dude. They set up another triple threat match for the uh, tag titles. You're joking, right? I'm not joking at all. Well, we'll get to... Oh, but with the actual champions. No. Like, still just one versus one versus one. Triple, like, actual triple threat. That's exactly what's happening. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I need it, man. It is as essential as the air that I breathe. Yeah, you and WWE are essential businesses. 
That's right, baby. Yeah, dude. America runs on Duncan. Who's more essential, we, you or WWE? Um, that's the other thing. Like, let's not lie and act like how people thought about this just two days before the virus. <laughs> Like, WWE is not essential. And then it's like, how quickly would you step over my body while I'm trying to do my job <laughs> to shake the hand of Braun Strowman? <laughs> hey, who would you like a picture with? Uh, a nurse? <laughs> or, or, John the, or the new, new world order? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Essential workers start coming to birthdays. Dude, there's people. Do the Ranger? No, we got you a toll booth operator. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like it, Timmy. He has some very problematic views on Asia. Oh, oh <sighs> good time. Yeah, so so let, let's break down the timeline, though. So what is this timeline? It's hold on, I, I have it somewhere because it is it's got conspiracy god has the i'm looking into his room he has the timeline like written magic markers all over his walls yeah i'm really cracking the case over here he's finding out who the zodiac is so these guys god damn it i snapped too many photos of shit um it was what okay so thursday um florida deemed uh wrestling as essential right Mm mm-hmm that same day, Linda McMahon donated, what, $18.5 million to um, Miami and Orlando, right? Her super PAC or donated to Trump's re-election campaign, I believe. Oh, I thought it was specifically to Florida. Yes, it, the offices in Florida. Oh, okay. And then the next day, Vince um, decides they're going to go live every um or close to live every single fucking week three nights a week i mean i will say this about trump trump is is like a monopoly villain oh yeah for sure (laughs) like you you donate to him i mean who knows if that's exactly what happened it doesn't look great but you donate to him and then you immediately get like what you instead of like a bald eagle, our our fucking American flag symbol now should just be like a guy like tying a girl to a train tracks. Like we're kidding. <laughs> and then Rollins is like defending. Well, that's not totally true. I mean, he got he got shit on because he he was saying WWE. He's sick of WWE getting heat, but it wasn't like Braun Strowman saying Andy. Okay, true. Go get a job. True. But the problem is, is if you genuinely give a fuck about the wrestlers, you have to stop playing this whole, like, I work for this. Dude, if, I, if I'm a fucking construction like, they, they legitimately have to unionize. Why the fuck are you so, like, brand loyal? They fucked your friends. They didn't have to. This is just the truth. They didn't have to fire Wrestlers people, will never and unionize. they did. But why wrestlers can't he just say unionize. that? Even, even, and there's just too many people... Who are libertarian Republican leading in the wrestling business to unionize? Sure, yeah. But but if you care, uh, uh, if you care about, if you actually care about this happening, why are you not calling out the problem? If him and Becky just said some shit, like what do you have to lose? 
I know you have to gain uh, me buying a, a, a Seth freaking Rollins t-shirt. That's what you have to gain. Burn him down! Seth Rollins is like, you know, uh, you know the son in the Goonies of the guy who's trying to buy the, boon- the Goondocks? What? You know the son in the Goonies uh, of the guy who's trying to buy the Boondocks? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's Seth Rollins. Burn it down! <laughs> well, we'll get to him. I thought he was very good on Raw. Uh, yeah, it. I mean, it doesn't make sense storyline-wise. All right, number three, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Also, Double or Nothing will not be at the MGM Grand. We had a great time there last year. Great time, yeah. No, but they haven't announced where it's going to be. My guess, I mean, dude, if they charge $50 or $60, they're out of their fucking minds. If they're charging $50 or $60 for an empty arena show. No chance. No, I, I don't think that they're that tone deaf. Also, they, they seem to zig to every WWE's egg, and I think that they, they'd be like, oh, it's $30. They're going to they're gonna charge something like 30 bucks. Yeah. But also, uh, there's, the, there's a chance that, you know, some state, you know, a few states um, are open to having a few fans in a tent. Like, do you think that's an option? Come May, what, 23rd? I don't know. I, if, they're like, if they're like, you know, a room of 100 or 200 people. What Trump is saying, there's going to be no federal mandate in May of, of any kind. And he's saying the states will be in complete control of their lockdown measures. So, Yeah, <sighs> yeah so, I mean, I don't know. A state could pop up. I don't know how, I'm, you know, I'm no, uh, I'm no scientist, but. I don't know how that. I don't know how that lowers us. Here's here's the good thing um, about double or nothing. I mean, the the, the fear of there not being um, a crowd and us having empty arena stuff. Like you're definitely going to get Jericho Hardy, which should be a compound match. Do that for a half hour, um, and that's video. I, I would do like. Uh, do you do a whole thing of cinema, dude? I don't know. I mean, we'll get to NXT shortly, but I, I didn't like that main what, event. What do you do with Moxley? Who's he facing next? Um, I, if MJF can get there, I'd say MJF, but some people think that's hot shotting. Well, MJF's not going, you know, he's not. They, they taped what? Almost two months worth of stuff? Yeah. And MJF wasn't there for that. So how do you... I mean, I guess you could start that feud, but... Dude, wrestling is so uh, tough to watch now. And I, I love it. I love watching wrestling. But, uh, yeah, all of this feels like it's leading to nothing. And so why bother tuning in? That's really what it feels like. And, and, and that's why it's like you're hyping these pay-per-views. I mean, Money in the Bank is start, you know starting to get promoted. And it's like... Just to see an empty arena, it it all seems so pointless. Yeah. What you think of Dynamite? I thought it had its moments, man. Um, I I really liked. I actually liked Archer uh, Cabana. I liked. Um, 
Guevara's match against uh, what Pineapple Joe? Is that his name? What's his name? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't crazy about the main event. I thought there was moments in the main event that were great, but overall I thought it was too long. And uh, Jr. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he did a very good job. I really enjoyed the main event. Yeah, but you watched it with Lawrence via Zoom, right? I did. Yeah, man, that's a different world. When you're sitting there by yourself watching it and you're just hearing these men grunt, it's not fun, dude. <laughs> Do you, did you like the Josh Bartnett blood sport? It reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 went, to, uh, I went to it la- at last year's uh, Mania Weekend, I went. And Moxley well, it, actually was in attendance. He was hanging out uh, in the balcony. Well, Suzuki had a great match there, too. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I do like that. And, you know, it, it definitely gave me those vibes to a degree. I loved the beginning of the match when they were actually, you know, wrestling and stuff. Um, but then it just, it just got real old. And um, maybe it's not even JR's fault. It's, I mean, how do you maintain excitement for that long when nothing's really going on? I, I, I don't know. I just don't think a one-person announce booth has worked since ECW. Dude, Joey Styles is so good at it. Yeah, I, I think that you need I, – I think in that specific setting, you just needed a straight man to announce what was happening. You didn't need the back and forth because what was going on but, was so much crazier. But such a big problem with um, announcing is, like, they're just walking you through it. They're not, I, I, there's no, like, life behind it. Great part about announcers is, like, you know, they scream. They get into it. Goodness gracious. Like, they're, 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 they're reacting – in a way that they want you to react while you're watching it. And if they're just talking through it, then I'm watching it like someone talking through it. Yeah. It feels like, like they're golf announcers. Yeah. I thought the, uh, Jericho bubbly. Oh, that was fun. Very funny. Yeah. That was fun. I liked I that. like Britt Baker a lot. Yeah, man. I, I like Britt, Britt, Britt Baker's, uh, Maybe been doing uh, the best so far with all of this, right? Like, I feel like she's getting over. She's like the one person in wrestling somehow getting over without a crowd being there. Yeah, I think there's a few people who have done it well. Yeah. And she's certainly one of them. Yeah. Who else? Who else? I think the limitations of Dynamite and NXT and every show that we're going to get into is that there's no crowd. I think I think Asuka and Britt Baker have... Uh, Asuka. Have, what what uh, yeah oscar i think she's utilized it the most yeah yeah i think she's done a great job too i think uh, both of them have, have been killing it all right let's go back to WWE. number five nxt yeah i liked it better than AEW, man it was a really good show yeah it was a good show i like the killer cross ending uh i think we need more of that we need more carrion just... cross <laughs> i think that's his name now no shut up yeah Carrying Cross? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. No, it's not. Killer Cross isn't any better. Killer Cross is cool. Carrying Cross makes me think of goddamn Jesus Christ walking up the hill. <laughs> Carrying Cross is his name? Killer Cross is no longer a killer. He is now Carrying Cross. K-A-R-R-I-O-N-K-R-O-S-S. Dude, no. 
how is that not more offensive? I mean, I don't give a shit, but like uh, Carrion Cross is more offensive than Killer Cross. WWE has been going there with religion lately. They never would have. They never would have done this in the Brother Love Daves. We're becoming too secular. <laughs> God damn liberals. No, but Carrion Cross, that's a bad. I have not seen one thing about that. That's one of the worst wrestling names I've ever heard. Carrion Cross? Carrion Cross, dude. Are you serious? Well, I mean, you just brought up a guy named Pineapple Joe. Whatever the fuck that dude's name yeah, is. Yeah, that's pretty dreadful. You're right. That's pretty bad. Do you think they realize that it sounds like Carrion? Yeah. Okay. What do you think of Dexter Loomis? I know what you think of him. <laughs> you you said it like a you said it like like we were on the fo- like we were two girls on the phone in high school. <laughs> what do you think of that new kid, Dexter Loomis? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's I think he has potential. <laughs> I bet you I could get Dexter Lewis to become prom king. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know why. I know it's a corny gimmick, but I like it. Yeah, he looks cool. I mean, he looks cool, you know? I like, yeah, I like him. Dude, every time, like, like well, you know, Timothy Thatcher shows up and. He's uh, some sort of, like, weird sex weirdo, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But. Um, he's on the worst episode of Real Sex. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a background actor in uh, The Lost Boys, which is a compliment. They're all ripped and, you know, hot. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, a great thing about NXT is like when, which doesn't happen in AEW, is when a new guy shows up. At least, typically, you know, oftentimes he is like visually stunning. You go like, oh shit, you know, this guy looks tough. Why have I not seen him before? Yeah. Um, and then in AEW, you're like, what? My, my mailman. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody cheers because they're heroes. <laughs> Tegan Knox went up against Raquel Gonzalez. So that was a pretty good match. Yeah. Uh, the Broser weights retained. Tim Thatcher joined the crew. Yeah, man. Very I mean, Tim, Tim Thatcher rules. I, I like that a lot. I mean, look, obviously, like, again, one of those things where it's like, ah, I wish maybe you waited to debut him. Um but at the same time, you know, that's that's a paycheck, so and everybody needs one now. So uh yeah, I'm glad he showed up. He's a he's a great get. Great get. And besides that, uh a Velveteen Dream Finn Balor match was teased. It's happening this Wednesday. They may be hot shotting that a little bit, but I'm excited to see those two work together. Yeah, and at this point, I mean, they just have to hotshot everything, I think. Um, oh, and then there was that Charlotte Flair. What'd you say? Keep the momentum going. Well, I don't think there's any momentum. I don't think that exists. Um, you're saying because they beat AEW in the ratings? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think both of those ratings aren't too great. And apparently what the breakdown is that it's like maintained the same when it comes to um, demographics, right? Like. It's just more old people are watching NXT now. Yeah. 
um, which I guess, you know, there's something to brag about. But who knows? Maybe Vince was like, uh, you know, called uh, maybe, you know, he talked to the governor of like Florida or Trump, right? Because he was in on that call with Trump. Uh, maybe he was like, you know, like all these hospitals, uh, the TVs in the rooms have to be playing WWE content. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the NXT rating went up this week. Yeah, I can understand if they, I can understand if they were essential if like they were sending wrestlers to sick wards to cheer them up. Like if John Cena was just going through the ward being like, go champ. Yeah. <laughs> the boogie man. <laughs> What would be the Nobody worst? wants to see the boogeyman. <laughs> what, well, what would the worst wrestler to be in a hospital right now? Um, Besides Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. Hmm. Braun wouldn't be a good time. He'd make everybody feel bad about being there, you know? Why are you sick? You should be at home taking care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk to yourself. <laughs> Talking to a World War II vet. <laughs> Feed me it. more. <laughs> you, think that's, you think that's why he got the belt during a pandemic? Because they were like, ah, well, you know, most Americans are going to be chanting feed me more eventually anyway. Oh, my God. So maybe we could, uh, maybe we could just – they're already chanting it. Maybe we'll just say it's because of him. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Number six, SmackDown. I kind of oh. want this Braun Strowman title reign to end tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, so I did catch that. I did catch that. I, I, I uh, the Bray did a good job. Um, <laughs> you trying to cover? No, man. I, dude. Ah, I don't know, Braun. I, I wish. Am I rooting for him? Hmm. I'm not rooting for this rain. I guess, dude, you got to root for everybody, right? Um, because you want people to be successful. You don't want to see somebody fail on national television. That's weird. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He He's coming off nervous for some reason, right? He's not finding the right cam, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't know where he was staring. I, I think he would serve better with, um, with like, backstage uh, videos. That's what they do with Brock. Yeah. I, I don't I know why they use they, – they're using Big Show rules on him when they should be using Brock rules on him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and again, like, a giant that size shouldn't be walking down to the ring every week. Like, it is a special attraction, you know? It is a spe- yeah, you don't want to see him in just a regular match with Cesaro. Dude, it just, it's just weird when, like, a giant grabs a microphone and then is just, like, having a back and forth with anybody. It's like, you just want to see him crush people. You don't want to see him hold... The microphone looks like a fucking lollipop in his hands, you know? <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh, yeah? And it's like, why are you arguing? You're a giant. <laughs> Just crush people. Take me to Mayor Lollipop. Dude, because, like, giants don't get in arguments at bars and shit, you know? No. They just crush. So, so to hear to hear him ever have a back and forth, you just go, like, where is this happening ever? Dude, I don't giants know. Giants are usually home because they're sick. Well, that's true, too, yeah. Forgotten Sons made their debut. More like the Forgettable Sons, am I right? Uh-huh. 
I, I mean, there were heroes in real life. Apparently, that's a shoot. So why that's not good. just use that? In what? In what? In what way? I think they were in the Marine Corps before this. Oh, oh. So you just mean they were in the military? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll call that a war hero. Yeah, they're in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit dudes. Hell yeah, dude. Semper Fi, dude. Sufi. Semper Fi. I don't know. I just, I, I, there's just so many stables now where it's just like the bad guys. It's like dirty black hair with a fucking black beard and a Sons of Anarchy jacket and a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. Too much. No, yeah, it's all, it's all kind of blurring in, into each other. But Bray Wyatt is terrific. I, I say put the belt on Bray right now. Just treat treat this whole Braun Roman Reigns, then Braun Goldberg thing. Yeah. Or Goldberg you know, the Roman Reigns, sorry. Yeah, also, also it benefits because, again, in all those videos, so you have your champion, you know, during this at least, and I know that sounds terrible, you know, to have a guy just be champion when there's nobody in attendance and then take it away from him. But if you actually treat Bray Wyatt's character like he is a virus, and then when it finally clears up, you have him lose the title, um, that's symbolic and stupid enough for wrestling fans to freak out about. <laughs> that's great booking, man. Yeah, right? Great booking. Yeah, it's a good time. Number seven. Are we being worked by Ronda Rousey? Yes, 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 yes. Right? For sure, dude. And I think, I mean, some wrestlers are saying the right things where I go, okay, they're also in on the work, but they got a fake irritation. And then there's some people where you're like, oh, you actually got mad about this. This is embarrassing. Jim Cornette legit got mad. Did he? Yeah. It's demented. I mean, one, she's right. Well, so here's what happened. So her, her original statements, I thought, um, were fine. I thought that's when she was, like, you know, uh, playing her role. Uh, and then when people got angry and then she had to, like, defend herself again and just be like, look, like, it's not the same. It's just not. I know it's, like, uncomfortable to say, but she didn't have – they made her say that. That's the timeline of it, right? It was her original statements weren't as harsh as... She's def- she definitely doubled down. Yeah, and, but she was forced to because fucking Nia Jax or whatever the fuck was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot, beat your ass when I see <laughs> you. It's like, are you fucking dumb? Because I'm a monster. <laughs> what song is more annoying, Because I'm a Monster or Burn It Down? Um, I mean, who, dude, I wouldn't mind burning it down that much if it wasn't attached to, you know, most criminally underrated performer. No, I love, I do love him as a wrestler. Um, but he's just unappealing as like, um, a personality. Uh, it, it is funny to see WWE. Wrestlers do the same thing that UFC fighters do. Which is what? I'm sorry. Everybody calling out Ronda at the same time. Dude, it's absurd. Knowing that their program is going to make the most money. Yeah. I want one of the guys to just be like, I'll fucking beat your ass. 
<laughs> how's that? How's this for a shoe? I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, no, good for Rhonda. I mean, um, I don't know. I like to do. I, I first off, I mean, let us not forget. She showed up and was better than like almost every female wrestler on the roster. That's not an exaggeration. I don't give. I don't care if you disagree. She was better than 95% of the women there at pro wrestling before she even is terrific before she even wrestled like dude, that mania match. I mean, and look, I know there's three other people involved in it. Um, but Holy shit. That was a, that was the best match that mania. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. She She wants to get a nice paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I'm excited for her to come back. I think that's going to be fun. I hope they play into this, and I hope her first victim is uh, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose? What? what Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Oh, my God. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> uh, you're, it's like the confusing the Dylan McDermott, Dermot Malrooney. <laughs> Number eight, what is the Triple H anniversary going to look like? The end of the month, we got a special SmackDown special. I said special twice. Triple H, 25 years of the game. I love it. What do you think this is going to be, man? Well, you know, like, originally I would have said that it was just going to be everyone talking about how great Triple H is, but Vince did demote Triple H a month ago. So what if it's a swerve? And he's like, time to kiss my ass, Paul. <laughs> I, I think uh, right now what they should do, right? Because they're worried about ratings. Um, and I, I know it's not the best. No, it actually is because, the, you know, these guys on, on the roster, you want them to stay home. And so I think what this should be is um, they need to start using Triple H as an in-ring performer. So I think they need to set up a storyline, and he's a guy who's legitimately wrestling on SmackDown or whatever the fuck every week. Um, You'll get viewers. It's someone in the company showing everybody, see, I can do it. I'm willing to risk my life. Um, I'm not it's saying that's like a good that thing. In, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but it. It's you know. like it's like that scene in Jaws when the when the mayor tells the family to go into the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really think I really think he should just start wrestling. I'm not joking. I I think uh, that's how you get ratings, and it there's like a camaraderie to it for like you know Fucking dumb people, dumb Apollo people who Cruz buy into that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine. It's time to check in to Scott's New Japan Corner. Dude, we got legit news. Um, a few things. So, one, um, you know, um, all these Japanese wrestling promotions, um, you know, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, All Japan, DDT, New Japan and Stardom, um, a bunch of other ones. I don't know. You know, I don't know all of them. Um, so, basically, they met with, like, officials um, – and they asked for two things. They asked for testing for their wrestlers to make sure that they were all, you know, had access to tests. 
and uh, and they asked for some type of pay since you know these guys aren't making any money. And um, apparently, New Japan didn't even necessarily have to be there. You know, all those guys are like con- you know they're contracted. A lot of the guys are guaranteed money, this and that, and they were there kind of fighting for um, for these companies that are even more screwed, which I don't know. I don't know how new Japan's making a profit at all. Cause they haven't, I mean, even, you know, other promotions were having empty arena shows. New Japan wasn't doing any of that. They were just having the guys like have fucking ping pong tournaments and stuff. Like they, they weren't doing anything. Um, I know Tanahashi was there. Uh, he spoke and yeah, I don't know. Tanahashi's quoted as saying that, you know, he thinks wrestling should be like the last, um, like sporting and live event thing to go on, like to, you know, like, you know, open up with baseball and stuff like that and then get to professional wrestling. And, you know, and that's when we'll know that Japan is back. Um, So there's that, which is cool. You know, that's like a different way of um, handling it uh, that we haven't really seen here in the States. And then um, also. It's so funny to see these guys at like parliament. You know, oh yeah. Whenever a professional wrestler, it's you know some dude like 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 too big for his suit with crazy fucking orange hair. Yeah, it's always the hair. Luchador mask. (laughs) It's always the hair. (laughs) The hair uh, is the giveaway. Yeah, and then uh, so then you look at like Tanahashi, and he doesn't look like a normal guy. No, 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 not at all. Tanahashi has like '80s wrestler's body. Yeah, he's like 80s action figure wrestler's body. Yeah, yeah. But it, he does have a very, like, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, Tanahashi. He's a, he's like, a star. Look. That's what it is. He's a star. star. It's a, I'm a star. I'm that, yeah. he's got, like, that glow. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. hear? <laughs> it was so funny. A Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, was, like, super bummed uh, because he was just talking about the – uh, Tanahashi movie, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's a heel uh, with black hair and covers his face, which I guess you know, big biggest baby face in the world. I don't know why he covers face, but uh, <laughs> he's getting annoyed <laughs> at the premise. Basically, <laughs> saying he's beautiful. Yeah, he's totally missing the point that he's a heel just because he's like, he's so goddamn hot. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there with a the full tub of Jergens. <laughs> this guy's wearing a mask the whole damn time. <laughs> oh. oh, but also, so two other, I'll make it quick, uh, New Japan uh, news. Carl Anderson, right before we started recording, uh, posted like a 20-second video where it's like um, – uh, what is it? What is it like? Santa Monica, so, somewhere in um, in LA, and then um, and then it's like a flight, and it says what Tokyo, Japan, or it says Japan. I I don't. It quite says remember. Tokyo, Japan. Right, and then it says uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and then it ends. So that boy is going to New Japan, but now here's the problem: when the fuck does that even get to happen? I mean, when when, when does a guy get to fly to Japan? I like that he's going to New Japan and not AEW. Yeah, no, I like that too. And dude, dude, they're they're better off. Dude, they're fucking Bullet Club. Come on. Yeah, man. That's the way. That's the way to do it, dude. Greatest gimmick in the world. You know. Also, I was thinking. You know, they didn't cancel that Madison Square. New Japan has a Madison Square Garden show in August. 
Now, again, I don't know if Madison Square Garden is going to be having shows. They're, they're not going to be having any shows. You don't think so? No. Unless there's some sort of miraculous turnaround. I, I just don't see that happening. Especially yeah. the way Madam, Madison Square Garden, I mean, it's, it's shaped like a fucking Petri dish, you know? Yeah. It's insane. Number 10. Oh, wait, yeah. one other thing I want to point out in New Japan. I think this is big news, and I think you're, you're going to think this is cool. I think we missed this last week, maybe. I don't know. Chris Van Vliet, you know that guy? He interviews wrestlers. He's got a podcast. I think so, yeah. Good shit on YouTube and stuff. So he interviewed Osprey. Apparently, CM Punk was asked who would he come back to wrestle or something, and he said he would discuss talking ideas if the idea is uh, John Cena. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Um, there's one other WWE guy. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. And then Will Ospreay. He said Will Ospreay. And uh, so Will Ospreay uh, is going to try to make that happen. He's going to try to talk to him. Apparently Punk like tagged him in like a push-up uh, challenge on Instagram. And uh, so hopefully they start talking soon. So um, we will give you live updates on CM Punk sabotaging that. Yeah, somehow fucking that up. <laughs> we get excited for a Will Ospreay match, and then he just comes back and fights Baron Corbin. But but <laughs> but that what would is, be that would be the ultimate trolling. But ultimate ultimate face move, uh, which Punk needs now, in my opinion, um, is if New Japan isn't doing well, which I really fear they are not going to fare well in this mess. Um, if he fights Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom uh, to get eyes on the, sh- on the program so more people spend money on a uh, struggling company overseas, you know? I don't know. I think that'd be cool. It's definitely got a headline one of the nights. Oh, for sure. Well, I think they should probably go back to one night, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, dude, I, I love two nights. I loved it this year, having it. Two nights was a blast. Yeah, I like Mania having two nights. I like New Japan. I'm just saying if you want to pack the arena. Yeah, but maybe that's not what you want to do. You know, maybe you do want to split up that uh, that crowd. And obviously there's people who buy tickets for, you know, both nights. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but that's uh, – I don't know. That was a busy week for New Japan considering nothing has happened there in months. I mean, this is a huge week for wrestling news. None of it yeah. good. No. Well, this next one is debatable whether it's good or not. Number 10, the XFL files for bankruptcy once again. That's it. It's a shame, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) From what I've heard, it was good, right? XFL Fantasy Football League. It's in the shitter. It's in the shitter. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, I sympathize with all those people in that company. Um, I don't know how this works, like, business-wise. Like, that that was the right move? I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I think you, you so. Just, you just have to do that, right? That's a major bummer. But I will say at the same time, so it's like, I mean, that was all of Vince's personal money, right? That disappeared. Yeah. Why can't he fork up any of his personal money for, like, at this time to not fire people? Like, just at this time, just while the world is crazy and, and, you know, these guys can't leave and go somewhere else, like, 
just wait until maybe they can go somewhere else. I, I think it's they don't you know, want to because look, you released these and guys, the and I, and I, I, I know really, I, I really think it's I think it's more pride. You know, Vince 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 was a was a multi billionaire, and now he's a hundred millionaire. You know, he's uh, you know close to a billionaire. Yeah, but, but isn't that everybody in enter? Hasn't everybody in entertainment? taken a hit over the last few years like at least these like guys who made major money just because of even you know things like netflix and stuff yeah it's just the way the world is working why should he give a fuck so much i don't know i think he's uh i I can't get in that guy's fucking head vince needs to realize at a certain point that like being this mysterious hundred millionaire is not like a fun people don't like that Go on that fucking YouTube show, Hot Ones, or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody like no no kid wants to dress up as the Phantom of the Opera for Halloween. Yeah, Vince McMahon should be a guy who's like being silly with Jimmy Fallon. I don't know why the fuck he's he's doing what he's doing. <laughs> Just be fun. Be Betty White. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen with that guy. No. He. We could also find out tomorrow that he's ninety four. And he was just working us. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys. I would just, and here's the other thing, you know, so like, I, and again, he doesn't have to do this at all, but um, I know that when AEW eventually does have to let go, you know, um, whoever they let go, Tony Khan, Tony Khan will release a statement that has like heart to it, you know? And, uh, you you really do see the disconnect when Vince uh, doesn't doesn't acknowledge it at all, and uh, let's make this a number eleven. Um, I gotta bring up the the tweet because maybe I'm wrong for this bothering me. I I, I you know um, so Howard Finkel passed away right uh, today, so that's our number eleven. Uh, rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Um, so then this is Vince's tweet. Now tell me what I think is wrong with this, right? And I know you're going to tell me I'm wrong. So Vince McMahon tweeted, uh, saddened to learn of the passing of my friend and WWE's first employee, WWE Hall of Famer Howard Finkel. The grandest moments in sports entertainment history were made all the grander thanks to Howard's iconic voice. Now what do you think I think is wrong with that? That he's calling his own product grand? That he... And I know a lot of people do this in business, but that this is guy you clearly have like legitimate history with, you know, he's your first employee. This is, this is when you're like, make uh, it more personal. You're saying, yeah, don't make it like he made, you know, the grandest moments, you know, all the grander, like that feed is not written by Vince McMahon. Well, if Donald Trump can tweet fucking Vince McMahon can tweet. The thing is, is like Donald Trump is really Vince McMahon, but he pretends to be Donald Trump. While Vince McMahon pretends to be Donald Trump. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I I I I, I no pretends to be Vince McMahon, but he's really Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I made that work at some point. For sure, you did, man. No, but yeah, it was. Uh... I felt bad for everybody involved. I was surprised there wasn't I don't more releases think, I mean, today. I don't, think that, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that tweet. I think it's like a nice tweet. Yeah, I, I, I think those things yeah. just come off really empty to me. When um, 
anytime you tweet, anytime you tweet anything, like even when I've done like posts about people I love dying, there is a part of it where you're just like, what is this your like scene in the movie where you get sympathy for your dead yeah. friend or relative? You know? Yeah, that's true. Here's my question. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful all these people got fired. But people are saying it's awful to get fired by text. I mostly agree. However, if you gave me like an option over like whether or not I could get fired by text or have to commute into work to get fired in person. I think I would rather get fired by text. I almost I rather grab my shit. Uh, yeah, I'd rather get like everything through text. I think <laughs> even even a phone call is like uh it's uncomfortable, you know. I know there's like courtesy um and it's like the manly thing to do, but if it's like if you're going to fuck me in the ass just do it quick, you know? A text is easy. That's boop, boop, in and out. I'm good. A phone call is like, oh, you know, you got to, you know, what if you get choked up? And then, you know, the guy on the other line is going to be like, all right, I got to call 10 more of your friends. <laughs> got to hey, go. Don't talk to these 10 people. I wonder if they called, like, any of them and thought they were talking to another person they were firing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like they were talking to Eric Rowan like it, like he was Zack Ryder and then realized it was Rowan <laughs> and then he's like no I'm Eric Rowan he goes oh yeah. you're also fired <laughs> he's like look we we finally uh, decided what's going to be in the in the box <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, your papers here <laughs> that poor guy man. that's the other thing it's like you know you why is it all these guys right before they get fired, they have like the worst gimmicks ever. It's almost like Vince gives the go ahead for these gimmicks and then somehow blames it on the talent that it sucked ass. Like how, why didn't he make this work? Just because yeah, R-Truth can make not, everything no work. Jose's fault. Yeah. I will say this though. If R-Truth had that gimmick, it would have been over. We'd all be walking around with fucking uh, crates with spiders. Our truth in them. is a different type of cat, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's a different type of cat, man. But rest in peace, the Fink. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything else I'm missing? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should check Twitter right now. I mean, who, who you know? Did I totally Vince, skip? Vince could over... be holding up the performance totally center. As we Did speak. I totally skip? I'm sorry. I totally fucked up the order. Uh, and skipped over Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. So, Raw. Uh, I remember liking the Aleister Black match, right? Who did he fight? Uh, it wasn't Apollo Crews. It was uh, Oni Warkin, right? Yeah, I think I liked that. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, I, I like... Uh, I like Drew when they give him something specific. Like when they give Drew McIntyre, like you're pissed at him because he injured you and you lost the NXT championship. He's great. Yeah. I, I like just tell him to give him a generic uh, face promo. He just feels very divorced from it. Yeah. I mean, maybe he is. Who the hell knows? But, um, oh, they did like the, the low single Bernables, uh 
fist bump in the air. That was uh, that was interesting. Austin Theory, man, it's uh, it's not all there for me. He looks like a guy who can't make eye contact. <laughs> right, like he's really good looking. I mean, look, you know, he looks great and stuff. But there's something there where it's like, uh, what's that, Mister Robot show? <laughs> But yeah, that's dude. Raw's Raw's been weird. Where it's like I'm watching it now, going like, who who are the stars on this show? I think I'm not not shitting on anybody because I think the matches are for the most part pretty good. But who's like who are the stars? I love Aleister Black. I think he he's one of my favorite in the business right now. But he not he's not like you know a star yet. It's hard, you know what? It's hard to feel special when a show is three hours instead of two. That's true. That's true too. Oh, and it feels extra long now. Holy shit! Yeah. Also, Jerry Lawler called uh, Tazawa's uh, move the ramen noodle moonsault. Yeah, that feels like uh, that feels like two years ago. Yeah, Jim Cornette defended him. Jerry Waller at these shows, man, it is, it is, there's something so unsettling about him. He looks, it's, it's like watching like a clown at a child's funeral, you know? He he posted a tweet and then deleted it of him flying to Florida and like nobody else was on the plane. And he's like super excited to be going to raw. (laughs) I, I, I texted you. It's like, it's like he's somebody who is, he, it's like, he's too afraid to kill himself. So he's just like, you know what? <laughs> hey, Finch, you think I could, uh, <laughs> you need me down in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> he's just flying all around. He's just using up all of his miles now. All of his fucking, what do you call those? <laughs> Frequent flyer miles. Yeah, he's just trying to get sick at this point. I will say this. This is the weirdest comment I've, I've given someone in wrestling, but Tom Phillips is the most painless person I've ever listened to. He's not, he's not great. He's not bad. He is just totally fine. Yeah, he's the he, most totally a fine announcer yeah, I've ever listened to. He's that white noise that helps you sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, they should sell Tom Phillips' voice at a Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> All right, we're going to end on that. Scott, do you got anything to plug? Uh, My other podcast, Garbage Days. Uh, Check it out, Garbage Days on, you know, whatever whatever platform you're using now, um, you could probably find Garbage Days on it. So just type it in. Zach? Wash your goddamn hands. Wash your goddamn hands. And subscribe, like, and leave a comment. On iTunes. It would really help us out, folks. We're going to be here next week. Oh, I wanted to say we were – I wanted to do TNA's Victory Road. I became like an Impact TNA player or something to get the pay-per-view. They only have an hour of the pay-per-view on fight. I couldn't find the full pay-per-view, so that's why we didn't review it. If someone can tell me how to get TNA's Victory Road, then we'll be able to rent it and do it. I don't. I just don't want to have to pay ninety dollars to get a VHS copy of TNA's Victory Road. <laughs> Some poor guy during the pandemic has to 
fucking bring me that shit. Yeah, meet you in a parking lot. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.